Welcome back to Misunderstood. I'm your host, Rachel Yucatel. So I hope everyone is having a great holiday season. But before we can make our resolutions and create our vision boards for 2024, one of our favorite guests returns, David Yontek from Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. He's joining us to take a look back at some of the high highs of celebrity news in 2023 and some of the very low lows. It was the year of reality, reckoning, scandal, Taylor and Travis scoring an heiress tour ticket, Rihanna's Super Bowl performance in the announcement of her surprise baby, celebrity legal trials, celebrity divorces, some shockers in there, Kevin Costner, Hugh Jackman, Joe Jonas, and Sophia, Sophie Turner, Sophia Vergara, and Joe. And I'm still waiting to see if Kim and Croy still really go through with it. The Ozempic craze, the much-anticipated Spare memoir by Prince Harry, and then the other memoirs that followed, like Britney's, <clears throat> Jada Pinkett Smith, John Stamos, Barbara Streisand, Henry Winkler, and Paris. Did anyone know she actually had a memoir that came out? I didn't until I researched this. Barbie and so much more. So today we are giving out awards to the biggest stories and people of 2023. So get ready to gossip with us on our year-end review. If it happened in the celeb world, we are here to dish about it. Happy New Year to all of our listeners at Misunderstood. And now please enjoy the Misunderstood Awards of 2023 with David Yanta. Thank you so much for joining me again to wrap up 2023. How are you? I mean, we have a major crossover going on here behind the velvet rope and the misunderstood Rachel Yucatel podcast. Come on now. Is, is, is there any other way you'd want to end your year, Rachel? No, absolutely not. So we want to bring you guys the biggest roundup of 2023, everything that we think made a difference. So we're we're hosting the awards so to speak, of 2023. And we should get right into it, David, right? I, I just actually want to ask you before we start our awards, um, for you personally, what was the best part of your year? Oh, God. Um, I mean, I have no... Prepare for that one. <laughs> I have no feelings and emotion. So, I mean, look, the podcast business-wise had the best year yet, you know? So let's have another year like I did this year and, you know, I bought an apartment in the city and like, look, this was a good year, right? Like things are, things are good. Yeah. I have no real complaints this year. And what about you? I mean, nothing major happened, but I bought an apartment in New York and I had a great year with the podcast. That's amazing. Well, to answer your question for me, I mean, I started my podcast this year. We started um, the very end of March and we quickly became one of the top um, podcast in the country, Canada and Australia. And, you know, I'm so excited about that. I feel so thankful for all of our listeners who have, um, you know, believed in me and, and my guests. And, you know, so I'm just really, really thankful for that. And I'm really looking forward to the next year to see what else happens. And, you know, not to be shady, but my listeners have PTSD every time they hear a dog bark. So we welcome right. your dog. They are having a little PTSD here, my listeners, but we won't get into that. It's yeah. always nice to see you, Rachel. Look, Thank I got to be a little shady here. Come on. But congratulations and welcome to the podcast game. We're thrilled to have you. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, before one more thing, I wanted to uh, ask you about what was your favorite um, sponsor of the year? I know that um, as as podcasters, we get to um, sample a lot of different sponsors. Do you have a couple that you thought were were your most exciting for you? Well, no one really um, believes like I right now oak essentials i love a good facial product no one believes how much i love oak essentials and i think yeah oak essentials and for me listen i you open my refrigerator any of my refrigerators and i literally have thousands of bubbly before bubbly was a sponsor this is the and bubbly became a sponsor so now i get free bubbly but i really was drinking like if you open my refrigerator it's like all the grapefruit are here it's a very ocd refrigerator all the it's every colors right there so and oak essentials for the face is the best facial product possible Okay, good. I like that. For me, I was really impressed with One Skin, which I know you had also. Um, I love it. I I use it all the time, and now I'm buying it, and I'm buying it for Christmas gifts for people. I've been really impressed with Factor, um, a meal service, which I thought was great. They have amazing shakes. You know, I get a lot of meal services. And then for me, I wanted to give a a shout-out to a friend of mine who owns a company um, called Miami Gorgeous Beauty. Have you ever um, a Miami Gorgeous Tan? Have you ever used that tanning? lotion. No. Okay. I'm going to show you what the bottle looks like. It's phenomenal. And you basically, she sends you a mitt and you can do, I live in Florida now. I don't even go in the sun because I use her tanning stuff. All the celebrities use it. All the housewives use it. They always promote it, but it actually works. And um, it's amazing. And um, I've never had like weird streaks. I literally crave it and live for it. So like that to me is the product of the year. And now you made me think of one more thing because you said clean and healthy living. Aqua True water purifier. I'm really, believe it or not, I have a weird phobia of like drinking tap water. So Aqua True, their filter, the osmosis process is bad. Really, it's like the cleanest filtration. It's, I, I know you think this is crazy, but I'm excited by a water filter. Yes, Aqua True. Okay. Amazing. And, and my code for all my things is understood. What is your code if people want to? order through you. Velvet. I tell people, whatever you're thinking you need, don't buy it. Just DM me because I got something for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Honey love. Okay, go on. We have yeah. awards to give out, sweetie. We do. we do. All right, let's get right into it. So David, drum roll. Um, what do you think was the biggest comeback of 2023? And let's just say for people listening, this isn't just Bravo. This is pop culture, anything. My biggest comeback, I I cannot help it. It is Bravo. Here I am saying that. R-H-O-S-L-C, Salt Lake City Housewives. The first season was great. The second season was good. The third season was one of the worst seasons in Housewives history. It was horrible. I could barely watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't even want to watch season four. Everyone agrees this season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is How could you go from, like, horrible to, like, one of the best shows on TV? It is so good. My biggest comeback comes to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. Amazing. What about you? I would say uh, it's a comeback for the Bachelor franchise. I thought it was pretty spectacular that they did The Golden Bachelor. Have you seen The Golden Bachelor? I have not seen it, but I have to tell you, the ratings were through the fucking roof. It's a huge hit. 
Yeah, it's a huge hit. I actually watched it. I watched it with my daughter and she was like, mom, you should be on this. And I'm like, um, I'm not 65, you know, like, come on. But I thought it was such a great idea to have someone who's older, who has lost a, a loved one, um, you know, to really see them find love. It really gave people hope. And I thought it was not only adorable, everyone was like, oh, it's so cute. It really, I mean, it was really romantic and loving and it was just I was rooting for the guy and I didn't, I don't even watch The Bachelor, you know? So I thought since like, you know, season one or two. So I thought it was a comeback for the franchise. I thought it was a great idea for them to do that. I hope they continue to do that. Um, and uh, I hope it continues to be a success. This holiday season, I plan to spend quality time with my friends, my daughter, get cozy on the couch, watch a ton of movies, drinks, drink lots of hot chocolate. One thing I won't be doing is spending time at the grocery store checkout line. When you sign up for HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. All you have to do is choose your recipes, select a delivery date and relax knowing dinner is on the way. HelloFresh has over 45 recipes and more than a hundred seasonal add-on items to choose from every week. So it's easier than ever to find something everyone will enjoy. And if you are the hostess with the mostest this season, HelloFresh helps you host without the hassle. HelloFresh Market has everything from crowd-pleasing charcuterie boards to photo-worthy desserts. Just add these party pleasers to your weekly order. So I just want to let you know that I ordered a party platter and I cannot wait to put it out. It makes it look like I did it on my own, which I kind of did by organizing it, right? But I mean, the food that came was so fresh and delicious and it looks amazing. I cannot wait to taste it. I've also used Green Chef in the past, which is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands. And now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. One other thing I want to add is it's really fun to do these with someone because you can actually stand in the kitchen, talk. That's where all the kind of communication happens, especially around the holidays and making these meals together has been so fun. I absolutely love it. And I love that they turn out tasting great. So go to hellofresh.com slash understood free and use the code understood free for free breakfast for life. And one breakfast item per box while subscription is active is what you're going to get. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash understood free with code understood free. That's U-N-D-E-R-S-T-O-O-D-F-R-E-E, -E, one word. Don't miss out on this incredible deal from HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And I think Golden Bachelorette should be coming next. I think it's right around the corner. I feel yeah. it. Well, give you know, I'm going to be 50 in a year, so maybe they'll do, you know, I'm on their radar. At some let point. me, let, let me submit your name. Now you do have competition because when she was on this podcast, Luanda Lasep says she would like to also be thrown into the mix. So between the two of you, let's, I'm going to back one of you. So. Okay, fine. There we go. Good. Okay. Number two, biggest downfall of 2023. I swear I have things on my list that are not Bravo. My biggest downfall is Bravo, Bethany Frankel. I'm sorry. I'm so, where is the reality reckoning? I think Bethany is just confused. I don't dislike her. She's still so smart. And like, I have such a complicated relationship with Bethany, but I just think she's throwing so, like, take your $120 million, which apparently you got from selling Skinny Girl, and go live your life. Why are you even trying? I think she's throwing so much stuff at the wall, and none of it is making sense. 
And where is the reality reckoning? We both had Mark Garagos on our podcast. We love him. Where Where is it? Have you heard anything about the reality re- reckoning lately? I haven't. I really have not. I, I did hear at the end that they signed some deals about, you know, uh, making it a safer environment for people who didn't feel safe. But beyond that, I, I think it flopped. I did have a lot of people on my show that talked about um, how they wanted to be a part of it. And I did have a number of people that said they were happy with the position they were in. These are current Bravo stars that were saying, you know, how, you know, they did not see what this big re- uh, reckoning was. You know, I had Chef on um, from uh, Southern Charm, who was really happy with the place he was in. Kelly Dodd even said that she never saw any of that stuff. If people want to drink, they drink on their own accord. If they want to act like an idiot and make bad decisions, they can't come back later and blame production for it. So, um, you know, and as somebody who's been on a reality show um, and has seen it edited after the fact, you, you know, you they can only edit so much. You have to give them what you give them, right? So, I don't know. I think people should be more responsible for their actions. I think what happened with the um, Scandal situation was different because there was a lot of bullying and shaming um, in, in situations like that. So I think that is a more dangerous situation um, than what we're talking about, like the everyday person who feels like they can cry wolf after the fact because they acted dumb and got naked on camera. My opinion. I agree. Who's your biggest downfall? Oh, well, OK, so this is not a Bravo star. Um I don't know if you're familiar with this woman. Do you know who Ruby Frank is? She is the YouTuber, the mom influencer from Eight Passengers. She was arrested and pled guilty of child abuse, starving her children, and physical torture. Um, she was a huge star. She had millions of followers, talked about her parenting styles. And, um, you know, she was finally arrested, and and she pled this week guilty. And it's a huge story of people don't I know. I saw it. that. Um, but for me, that was the biggest da- downfall because it shows you that people that have a platform can be very dangerous and you should not always follow their advice because here, exhibit at you have someone who is now going to be in jail for a very long time and has lost her kids. That's crazy to me. So, um, you know, people in the spotlight are not always good people. You have a woman who actually abused her children. I have Bethany Frankel. Our minds are in different places, but very well. And I do know who that is, shockingly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three, the most overrated story or person of 2023. I mean, I I assume we have the same person here. Ariana Maddox. Overrated everywhere. Overhyped. Is that yours too? Yeah, that is mine too. For sure. Thank you. Um, I also had Bethany Frankel. Um, You know, why do we think that we care about every thought that comes into her head? I don't know. Um, you know, literally every post is something that she wants us to care about. Now, listen, a lot of people do care. Um, they are influenced by her, but there are a lot of people that have their own opinion, like me, that think we don't need to hear about every single thought or, you know, angry feeling she has. But the Ariana Maddox thing, you know, to me, that was so overdone. And the fact that she, you know, went through something as a victim and then got what movie deals, TV deals, Dancing with the Stars. She's um, headed to Broadway to play Roxy Hart in Chicago Broadway. now. I just I don't get it. I'm not sure why I get that at all, and I think it's actually ridiculous. So you know the fact that Raquel, Rachel, whatever her name is, didn't come back because she felt so shamed about what she did. Why? Why are we shaming this girl? If they're on reality TV, this is part of what happens. It's like, and I get it. I've been in that situation. Right. Um, but like, this is crazy to me that this girl, 
feels like she has no friends and she's the villain um, and everyone else gets to live a great life and get paid for it. I just think that's absolutely wrong. I do. I'm a little Ariana, like I'm a little Ariana Dow. I mean, I wish her great success. She's had great success. A good friend of mine, Lala Kent, said plenty of us get cheated on and don't become God. I'm going to stand for that one. It's a little overexposed for her. Well, on the trailer for next season, Lala has this quote, you know, plenty of people get cheated on, don't become God. Lala's now backtracked and said that was edited out of context. I don't really know how it could be edited out of context, but I'm going to go with Lala on this one. Well, I'm just, I can actually see how these girls are going to start to get jealous of the fame. Um, that Ariana is getting um, from this. At, at first, I think they all were excited to be on that bandwagon with her. But now that they see she's, you know, her trajectory is completely different than theirs, I think they're going to be uh, not supporting it as much. I agree. What else you got for me? Okay, number four, couple of the year. Couple of the year. Believe it or not, this is not Bravo. My couple of the year is hands down. One of the king of the twinks, Mr. Timothy Chalamet and Miss Kylie Jenner. I am so here for this. I think he is so hot. I think she is so hot. I mean, this just shouldn't work. It makes no sense. At first, you're like, this is such a great publicity thing. It's great for him, you know, with like a Kardashian. He's a real actor. He's like everywhere now because of Willy Wonka. It's great for her. It looks good for both of them. I think this is real. I'm like, I've, you've convinced me it's been going on this long. Kylie and Timothy Chalamet. And what I about you? What's yeah. their age difference? I mean, I think they're right around the same age. Why, you think he's younger than her? I know. I think she's, we forget because of all the work she's had done. She's very young. So I, I'm curious if he's in his 30s or if he's still in his 20s. I, to me, he's been around so long. I feel like he's a little bit older. But no, I mean, I, I don't think it's not real. I think it's it's a real romance. I No, I guess I'm here for it. I, I like it. I mean, I quite frankly, I think it brings credibility to her. Um, you know, he's, he's somebody that we see as like a credible actor. He's been in a lot of things and he happens to have a hit movie out right now in Willy Wonka. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, that, you know, it's not just a reality star or an actor or a musician that we normally see these people with or a basketball player. Um, you know, he's, he's like a, a real, real actor, you know, like she snuck he, into the list. Yeah. He's like a list. He's the real yeah. deal. I mean, she snuck into the premiere, you know, snuck just went incognito. Chris was Jenner was there with her. They snuck out to not distract from him, you know, cause we know a Kardashian distracts from everything. And I'm just so here for this. Yeah, so here for it. That's a good one. Okay, I have three. Oh um, God. Well, I mean, this is an answer that I think people should think. Barbie and Ken. I mean, that was the couple of the year for people that really got into that movie. They've made you know, like these vintage books about Barbie and Ken now. I mean, the whole Barbie and Ken thing has come back. So I think that it was, that was a movement. Really, yeah, it was a movement. The pink movement, you know, is still going. Um, obviously, we just have to mention it. Travis and Taylor. I mean, how many times did you watch her run off the stage and run into his arms and kiss him? Uh, just once. You did? Just okay. once for me, yeah. Well, I watched probably 25 times. And everybody okay. I know watched it over and over again. And we, you know, as a uh, nation, 
probably as a world, um, I think are so invested in their relationship and are really rooting for him. My daughter walks around in a Kelsey jersey and we watch football now. She plays instead of Roblox block, she plays football, you know, games on her thing. And she's 11. I think that's really amazing. The impact that this relationship has had. And I really hope that in 2024 that they do not break up because I really hope this is it for her. They seem both equally successful. They have their own personalities of why people love them and we're rooting for both of them. So I think that they are the couple of the year. Um, another one I think is really interesting is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively because they um, are best friends with, with, uh, Taylor, and they've been seen a lot lately, but I think people really love them because they're both so attractive and whatever, but they really have stood out as people that like are supportive. Um, you know, they're just couple goals every single year. They're adorable. They're good parents. Um, and what I don't think people realize is that Taylor has been so close with them for many years that some, one of her songs is named after, or has all three of their kids in the song. So I think it's called Betty, and that's the name of one of her kids. So I didn't realize this until I got I went down in the rabbit hole of the whole thing. But anyways, I think they are a couple goals. And they're billionaires now um, with the sale of Mint Mobile. And by the way, my Bravo, if I was going to name a Bravo couple of the year, underdogs, Danielle Oliveira in Southern Hospitalities, Joe Bradley, new couple alert, but my money's on them for 2024. Under the radar, oh. but wishing them well. Okay, I like that. Um, most dysfunctional relationship of the year. I think this is obvious. I mean, is there, do I have to even say the words? The trash, the pure trash that is Kim and Croy. Trash. I'm sorry. It's I terrible. Have nothing, like, a trash. Well, you know, at some point it's like people are upset for you because you broke up, but then the way they behave, no one cares anymore. No one cares. No one wishes the best for either one. No one blames one over the other because they both have just seemed so terrible about this whole thing. They're poor kids. Um, and we don't know anymore if things are for reality TV because they're so poor and they're trying to get a show or if they really are just toxic, disgusting people. So I really think they're dysfunctional and they should not be watched. Like no one should care what they're doing. Did, wasn't she just on some show recently? She just filmed The Surreal Life, which is not out yet, where the rumors were that she was going after Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hanks. Listen, I understand 911 has to come if you call 911, but, like, at what point do you care? Like, they call 911 every—how many times have you called 911 in your life? Like, I think maybe never for me, maybe mm -hmm. by mistake once. I mean, they call 911 every other Day. You can call 911 by mistake. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> sometimes you're just like, you're like, oh shit, how did I dial 911? You know, like you sit on your phone, like a butt dial. You're like, oh my God. But yeah, they call 911. Ever the children call 911. It's like, I don't think there's, I don't think I've ever seen a more dysfunctional couple in my life, possibly. Right. Okay. Another, another couple I think uh, should be up for the nomination would be Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. I mean, how many times is she going to emasculate this poor guy? And how many times is he going to take it? So I just, you know, I, I, I'm done watching them as well. I don't even understand them at all, really, what's going on now. I mean, we had the slap, and it was like, okay, you're sticking up for the love of your life, and they're together forever. And then all this comes out. She has to sell a book, and apparently it's all a sham, which people said for a minute. But it's, yeah, I'm like... There's so many claims that she has that I just am so confused by everything coming out of Jada's mouth. 
Yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to move on from them. All right. I like this one. Most inspiring person of 2023. For me, another non bravo I'm so proud of myself. For me, it is Shannon Doherty. Listen, I don't listen to podcasts. Hers is the only one I'm listening to. I mean, besides yours and mine, of course. <laughs> she has a new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. Look, I mean, she has stage four breast cancer, which then spread to her brain, which is now in the bones. She went to so many fan conventions this year. Now, okay, if you're a Shannon Doherty and you go to these fan conventions, you do leave with a huge chunk of change in your pocket. But I really feel that she is, I mean, she's doing that for the fans and getting paid a ton at the same time. But she's changing the face of cancer. You know, she's really like, you don't, I'm not sick at the moment. I mean, just because I have this, I feel great today. I feel great yesterday. I feel great tomorrow. So she's living her life and working and just kind of, you know, it's all authentic at this point. There's nothing for a soundbiter to get in the press. Mind you, her podcast is in the press every other hour on the hour because she's, yeah, because she's speaking the truth about so many things. Like, I mean, things that I guess I thought we all knew, like Alyssa Milano got her fired from Charmed. I thought we all knew that, but apparently not. It was a huge story this week. So, I mean, there's no soundbite. There's no, like, let's get back at Alyssa. You're telling the truth because why not at this point? Well, yeah, I think it's really a, a great way to have her, her final say, right? Her story come out and she can do it in a way where she feels like people can listen, they cannot listen. She doesn't have to spend years writing a book, but she can just talk. I mean, does she have guests or she's just kind of saying her thoughts on her podcast? No, she has guests. Her second guest was Holly, Holly Marie Combs from Charmed, who then said, I will tell you that I was called in and they told me that Alyssa, Alyssa Milano was going to sue for a hostile work environment and said it's either her or me. And they were backed into a corner and they had to fire Shannon, which probably would never fly today in 2023, but well, soon to be 2024. But so, yeah, I mean, but I just think like the fact that she is, you know, look, a lot of people with this type of diagnosis would sit home and just say, I'm counting my final days. Yeah, you Sure, right. Absolutely. And she, so she's inspiring. She's an, an abs- absolute inspiration for people who think their life is over when they are diagnosed with cancer. She is forging on, um, telling her story, making sure that her words get out there. Um, and, you know, living like uh, you're living every day for today, which, by the way, we all should because we're all going to die at some point. Right. And um, I say that all the time. Yeah, but we don't know if we have two years, five years just because we weren't diagnosed with something. You know, it's a it's a really good lesson in that you should live um, every day to its fullest. I know that's like very cliche, but it, it is true. We can't uh, we can't just assume we're going to live till we're 85, 90 years old. I say that all the time. I yeah, agree with you. I, so I agree. All right. For me, my most inspiring person of the year is Maya Kowalski. Um, you know, I talk about this story all the time with you on my show with everyone, but she is the girl that at 10 years old was taken to the hospital by her parents. Um, her, she had been um, diagnosed with um, a disease that uh, needed treatment with ketamine. Um, and when they went to the hospital a year later after she relapsed, the hospital did not believe her parents called in Child Protective Services. Uh, they took over for three months. She wasn't allowed to see her mother and her mother ultimately killed herself. And they have spent the last few years trying to get in front of a 
a judge and a jury, um, you know, trying to get a trial going to um, to sue John Hopkins. And I think last month now uh, she won. She won her case. Her story was heard. People finally believed her. She won $220 million, I think another $60 million in, in some sort of award. And um, she's suing again for something else unrelated, um, but for things that happened when she was in the hospital. So um, I'm going to be having her on as a guest in the new year with her lawyer. I am just obsessed with that story. It's such a true story about somebody's experience and how um, they felt like they did not have a voice all these years and they were not believed. And I thought it was just so unbelievable. Um, there's a Netflix documentary called Take Care of Maya. Everyone should see it. Um, but it's so hard to watch because it's so upsetting and it just sheds light to um, you know what happens in hospitals and how much power um, they have to to make decisions that may or may not be um, good for you. So anyway, I mean that's that a sad. What they they thought that like the mother was abusing her. That's what it was. They thought the, they thought the mother had Munchausen's by proxy and was you know claiming her daughter was sick to make herself look better. Um, but honestly, David, you have to see this, this, uh, documentary. Sad. Yeah. And, and then the mother killed herself. What? Cause they wouldn't letting her see the child. Yeah. For three months, wow. they, they refused to let her see the child. And the the day she killed herself, there was a try, there was a, they got in front of the judge and, um, the judge is, is like, no, I'm going to keep this going. And the lawyer said, well, can, can Miss Kowalski just give her daughter a hug? And the judge said, no. And that um, evening she went home and she hung herself in the garage. I mean, it's a terrible oh. story. Um, so, sad. yeah, so I feel so happy. I mean, of course, it doesn't bring her mother back, but I'm so happy for the family, that for the, for the father, um, for Maya, for her brother. They've been through so much and, um, you know, they deserve the best. So that to me is my, the most inspiring person of the year. All right. Number seven, breakout uh, star this year. Who was your favorite person that kind of came out of nowhere? I mean, I don't know about my favorite person. I don't even know if I really care about this person. But to me, the breakout star that is everywhere, it proves your point. You basically gave this one away for me earlier. And I'm not kind of making a joke, but not really as a self-respecting gay man. Travis Kelsey. Lots of us have never heard his name in our entire life before. I don't know a Travis Kelsey from a Lamar Odom. You know, if Lamar wasn't on, I don't know any sports people. I never heard of the guy before. Chiefs, this, that. I don't know. I don't care. Certainly know him now. Travis Kelsey is my breakout star of the year. To your point, your daughter is wearing his freaking shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Him. I think that's funny. Like a lot of people say that he was nobody and Trav and uh, Taylor made him, but I don't think that's the case. He was, you know, in the Super Bowl last year. Everybody knew him. He had a reality show um, made about him and dating. So he's obviously been on the map, just not on our map, not on our radar. He was on Watch What Happens with Ramona. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So he's been a star. In someone's orbit before ours. But I, I agree. I did not know who he was. But I think he's a great guy. I love his humor. I think he's adorable. And um, I really want him to succeed. So I like that. Um, okay, for me, I had a couple. I can't decide. But I'll pick two. For This guy, I think, has been around a little bit. But I think this year he really, um, you know, broke out of his shell. Bowen Yang um, from Saturday Night Live. His George Santos impression. Impression like killed it. I think that he's one of the best on Saturday Night Live right now. And I'm really happy to see that. I remember I watched the first night he was on and I was like nervous for him. You could tell how nervous he was. And now I think he's great. Do you know who he is? 
Yeah, Fire Island. He had the whole movie Fire Island. He he had a great year. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's great. And then an ode to you, because you know, I don't do a lot of reality TV stars, but I think the um new housewife of New York, Bryn Whitfield, became a breakout star. Um, obviously we did not know who she was. Um, and now people love her, love her, hate her, whatever it is. She is on people's radar. So I thought she was an interesting breakout star. And people, the shoes, her shoes, the Louboutins, they got stuck in the elevator at BravoCon. They went, I mean, she has a moment at BravoCon that people will be talking about for years. So she certainly knows how to get attention, that Bryn Whitfield. And I will tell you, I saw a dress on her from some sort of random clip, and I stalked the internet trying to find the dress that she was wearing, and I actually tracked it down and bought it. It just came to my house. So... Again, I don't actually watch The Housewives of New York, but I definitely know who she is, and I, I, she's in my mind a little bit. So, good, good job. I love right? it. All right, one to watch in 2023, headed to 2024. But like, who's the person that you think is on the radar right now that's going to break out in 2024? This is literally no. I mean, it's a breakout, so nobody is going to know what I'm talking about. I don't think. But do you know the Bet Chef? It's such a, it's the batch chef. The, the Instagram handle is, it's QCP. And this guy's name is Gianluca Conte. You have to watch it. He wears this apron that says Betch, and, and he's also really hot, so you see the whole body. But it's he has, like, a 2 million followers on Instagram, and he does, like, a thing. And he's like, Betch, and he cooks, and he just, look it up right now. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, I've been obsessed with this, like, it's not just because he's hot. It's really, he cooks. He's like, today we're going to make pasta. And it's just, the videos are so great, and they're so interesting. And I mean, literally, he has like 2 million followers. And it's it's becoming, it's like, it is, it's way more of a thing now than it was like 12 months ago. I think he's the one to watch. Look up the Instagram. It's QCP. I'm going to look it up. I'm, I have it's no like, idea what I'm talking about. I mean, it's like, I, I'm like, no one's going to know what I'm talking about. But like, it's, it's yeah, the Instagram is, it's QCP. He has 2.2 million followers. He has sponsorships. And he, it's not just like, he's like, today we're going to make a sub. And it's not just all Italian, but they're really, int- it's cooking. It's like, he's he's a cooking influencer. He just yeah. did an ad for Gordon Ramsay. And it's really interesting. He's also part of Next Models. He has a side gig. That's the one I'm putting my money on. Okay. For me, one to watch in 2024, who came into my radar in 2023. Well, I have one that I really like. We both, I think, had her on our show, Meredith Lynch. She's um, an Instagram Instagram influencer. She always has something to say. A couple people have sent her cease and desists. Um, Bethany Frankel, I think Rachel Zoe. um, And she always is like one foot ahead of the story. I really like her. I think she's interesting. I think her takes on things are interesting. Um, what What are your thoughts on her? Listen, I loved her. I had great chemistry with her. And you know how that is. You just because someone's whatever, you don't can't tell how the chemistry is. Great chemistry when she came on my show. Listen, she puts in the work. You know what I mean? Like these deep dives she does, like it's no joke. Like she has, you know, her T's are crossed and her I's are dotted. I'm like, man, that takes dedication, you know? So I, I'm a huge Meredith fan. I love her. Yeah. Um, you guys can check her out on both of our podcasts um, to hear what um, she talks about. For me, I think it's a little different than what she talks about with you. We talk about our stories of grief. She, you know, she lost her mother. Um, we talk about her life and how she got to where she is. And then we do get into some of the deep dives. I think on your show, you guys get more into the, the 
pop culture deep dive stuff. Bethany right? the Zoe. And we did some recapping of Jersey and Beverly Hills. You know, yeah. anyone that wants to recap can come on my podcast any day. Go on. And then another person uh, heading into 2024, Renee Rapp. Do you know this name? No. I didn't think you would, but she starred on Broadway in Mean Girls in the musical. She's the breakout star from Sex Lives of College Girls, and she released her album and now stars in Mean Girls, the movie, as Regina George. So I know some casting directors who think she is going to be a huge star. She already is. But like in mainstream news, I think we are going to know her name in 2024. So remember that name, Renee Rapp. You will we'll revisit this next year and you'll tell me if you have now heard of her and you know who I'm talking about. Let me file that away. Yes. <laughs> okay. Most shocking pop culture event of 2023. I have two. I have a Bravo and a non-Bravo. My a Bravo is, you know, the Roni reboot. I keep going back to this. Like, it is in retrospect, what's the big deal? But we rebooted a whole franchise. We fired everyone and started over. It's like, that's a big deal. Remember when that was announced that everybody was being fired and we were starting over? The Roni reboot to me is a big, it's shocking. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, what was your second one? And then just non-Bravo related, uh, to announce the 32nd from Mars tour, Jared Leto, who is still fucking hot as hell in his 50s, climbs the Empire State Building? What the fuck? Do you realize this? Uh, Jared Leto climbed the Empire State Building. Like, no. for real. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> 30 seconds from Mars was going on tour and to announce the tour. I don't know how, I mean, you're Jared Leto. Yeah. You have a team and you get permission. And he literally, he himself climbed the empire state building. I would never want to do this, but no. I, he, he did it. So there you go. That's kind of shocking. First person ever. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had three, obviously Matthew Perry dying. I think that was a huge shock for a lot of people. Um, Rihanna announcing her pregnancy during the Super Bowl halftime show, not really announcing, but showing, um, I think that was like in the press within minutes. I remember myself watching and being like, what's happening? <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty big deal. And then, um, I added Amy Roebuck and TJ Holmes, their morning TV affair and how they got fired. I thought that that was pretty interesting. And now I believe I've heard that they're starting a podcast. So they're still going strong. Um, and did you hear their yes. exes dating each other, which I don't really know if that's true. Um, maybe there was a picture of them shot together. I haven't seen that, but I, I'm not convinced that that's a real piece of gossip, but we, we will see, I guess, in 2024. Little Andrew Shue from Melrose Place. I don't know uh, about that one. It makes no sense, but yes, that yeah, is what they say. Um, biggest letdown of 2023. Uh, the biggest letdown for me is maybe if you take Jersey out of it, maybe if you take Beverly Hills out of it, all the Housewife franchises. It's not what it used to be. I'm let down by pretty much every franchise of Housewives. I feel we got to get, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, things run its course, right? You want to see some new casting. You want to see some new storylines. What is it that you feel like is missing? I mean, that, look, maybe we're just in a different phase of life. Like Survivor's been on for how many years? Bachelor Housewives is like in its 18th, 17th season from RHOC from when it started. That's like 20 years. Maybe, maybe there's nothing. I mean, I want to just feel excitement or you know, I mean, we had moments with Kathy and Aspen and Lisa Rinna, but right now, today, Housewives, the whole thing for me 
is a letdown and that there are great seasons. I think Salt Lake is having the best season, but overall it's not what it used to be. And I'm not sure if we can get that back on track, but I would like to, what about you? For me, I would say everybody getting on board to, uh, you know, have Britney's conservatorship end, and then she started to spiral after that. I think that that was a big letdown. We, I think we all thought that we were going to see this free Britney, um, you know, new person that is able to talk for herself and be normal. And then it was the complete opposite. She was exactly like she had been before, um, but got even crazier. I mean, I still don't understand. And I'm not even saying this to be funny. With all that money and the fact that you're on your Instagram so much, why can't she invest in a good set of hair extensions? And why has a hair extension company not come to her and said, let us help you? Same thing with her eye makeup, you know, her sensible shoes. Like there are so many ways. She's always in a bathing suit or underwear. Let's get her some brand deals. And then the whole thing with the knives, like why was a Cutco knife deal not made? Like, I just feel like she's missing opportunities left and right. She's not this hustling girl that I, you know, we all want her to be. I'd love to see her back performing. I've seen her perform in Vegas. Um, You know, her music I still listen to her music in my car when I'm driving and I sing along. I mean, I, I love Britney, so I want the best for her. But I think we all were let down because we saw there is some mental health issues going on. Um, yeah. And then in the Bravo sphere, I would say uh, another letdown was, what was it called? Shitty Creek? What was the thing with Luann and Sonia? Crappy Lake. Crappy Lake. Welcome there you to go. Crappy Lake. Yeah, did you watch it? I didn't even know what came out. It came out. It's come and it's gone. You know what's really good, actually, is Real Housewives Girls Trip New York version. It's shockingly fun. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I just, I, was it good? Did you did you like it? Shitty Creek? Whatever. I mean, Luann is my girl, so I always hesitate when I say I like Luann a lot. I want her to succeed. I thought the, you know, if you and I did it, I think we'd have a lot of fun, but you know, maybe Maybe the second season could be you and me. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. Favorite TV show of 2023. Selling sunset. Sorry. Oh, I like that one. I do like that. So good. I, for everyone who hangs on every word I say with Bravo, forget it. Go and watch selling sunset. There you go. Start at season one. Watch it all. Okay. Have you seen jury duty? It's funny. I know somebody who was actually in it, who's been on my podcast, Trisha Trisha LaFott. She's a lawyer. I had her on, I think, to cover Jen Shaw stuff way, way back. I've not seen it, but I've heard it is literally phenomenal. Okay. For those of you that need something to watch this break, you should definitely stream jury duty. It's so good. It's about um, a guy, a regular guy who's called into jury duty. He doesn't realize that it's completely fake. It's reality TV. Everyone is an actor. And, um, you know, it's what happens when things start to break down. It's really good. So I thought that was terrific. I'm also a huge Love is Blind fan. I had a couple people from the show on. I've always been a fan. I want to be on the show. I want them to have a show with, again, a little bit older of a crowd, people who have kids, people who are single that want a second chance at love. I think it's great. I believe in the concept of meeting somebody behind a a door. So I like it. What do you say? Well, you know, this is how things are green lit in Hollywood. You know how the biz works. Now that, to your point, the Golden Bachelor is such a success, we might have Love is Blind and all these other love shows might start skewing older, having a golden version. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think it needs to be a golden version for something like that. But, you know, for for someone who's been divorced, they could be in their late 30s, 40s, 50s. That's the time when you're ending your first relationship. You get a lot of people getting divorced in their late 30s, early 40s. And then they're trying for something new. They dated for a while. They haven't found anything. They have, quote unquote, baggage because they, you know, are hung up on old relationships or they have kids or, you know, whatever their baggage is that other people see that as. And they just have not been able to find the right one. They're, they're a different person than they were when they were 20, um, when it was kind of carefree. Now your life is about paying bills and, you know, dealing with the mortgage and dealing with, you know, your home homeowner stuff and dealing with kids school. And it's less sexy than it is when you're in your 20s. So I would love something like that because I think it would be perfect for me because I have a hard time finding a guy in a normal way. So would like you do that. it? If they asked you to do it if they had a gay version? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm a little wary of meeting someone without seeing them, but sure, let's go for it. Why not? Right. Okay, last couple questions here. Who is your best guest guest of 2023 that we should all listen? Go back and listen to that podcast episode. I mean, listen, probably my second biggest hit of the year was your and my friend, Bo Deedle. That's probably my second biggest thing of the whole year. But my number one real breakout moment, I don't know breakout moment is the right word when you're in your fourth year, but one of my favorite guests and probably one of the biggest moments was Juicy Joe Judice. We love Joe Judice, Teresa's ex. He's such a gentle bear. He's so sweet and he's a hard guest to get. And he, look, I mean, the man went through, he was in ICE before being Mm. deported. Like, this is like, you talk about real life stuff. I love Juicy Joe. He's my best favorite guest of the year. Okay. So my favorite guest, I mean, I have a ton. I have so many. I'm guest driven. So I have a guest twice a a week with a different story about a different topic. I will say for your listeners, um, the biggest guest who I love, I'm still friends with, I talk to him a couple times a week, is Mike Shuhead from The Shaws of Sunset. Now, people love to hate on this guy, but that's the perfect opportunity for him to have come on my show and talk about why he's misunderstood. He, you know, tells a lot of bombs. Uh, he, you know, he, he talks about bombshell stories. He talks about, um, you know, his arrest, the domestic violence accusations. He talks about why the show was canceled. Um, he talks about his time on the show, how he got on the show. It was one of my best episodes. It's he's very good. And just so you guys know, he's starting a podcast. It's going to um, drop in January of 2024, I guess. I'm going to be a guest on his show eventually in the first couple um, episodes, I think. But I really like him as a person. I know some people have a hard time with him, but when you get to know him, I think that you will really like him. So anyway, that was one of the guests that I thought you would appreciate. Um, the second one I would, I want to talk about is my guest. His name was Jay Godfrey. He owns a uh, place called Nushama. The reason I'm bringing that up, it was again, one of my top episodes, but it's about ketamine as a treatment for depression and PTSD. And why that's important now is because they're saying that part of the cause of death for Matthew Perry was because yeah. he had ketamine and ended up drowning. So I'm going to actually um, do a repeat of, of my episode with Jay Godfrey on January 1st um, because it was such a good episode. It breaks down what ketamine is, what happens when you abuse it, what happens when you use it in a positive way. Um, and he has a treatment clinic in New York where you can go sit in and for you know an hour get this ketamine treatment and 
change your life kind of, and then leave. So we break all that down. I ask all the questions I know you want to ask about it. Um, and you know, I just think it's such a good episode. So I hope people listen to it they can go back and listen to it in the past or they can listen to, um, you know, it, it'll be on the top of my list for January 1st. So that's no one loves a good repeat more than me. I love issuing my repeats. There's so much lost on the back feed when you get to like thousands of episodes. You got to issue those repeats. I'm all it's about so it. True. It's so true. So people should look at, at repeats as something like, oh, we don't want to put out new content. Not at all. We just love our content so much. We want people. They're lost. That, yeah, that weren't listeners back then to hear what we were doing because, you know, some of those episodes, like I did one of my first two episodes or three episodes with, was with Perez Hilton. Some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth is so interesting, you know, because he got canceled for a while there. And um, he really talks about taking ownership of that. I don't know. There's so many good things that I that I love in there. So um, is there a guest that you want in 2024? I mean, this question's so hard because it's like, are we living in reality or are we just living in like anything is possible? Because if we're living in anything is possible, Madonna, that's who I would like. Okay. In reality, who do you want in 2024? Isn't that a good question? You know, probably I go to Beverly Hills Housewives. Maybe like Erica Jane. A Kyle. Erica Jane, probably. Yeah, but I think I would take Erica probably out of yeah. all of them. I've had Sutton. Had, had, I was going to say, have you ever had Sutton? I like her. I've had Sutton like a lot of times. I've had Crystal, Erica, just because like I feel Erica really is in this type of setting honest if you can believe that i'll probably get hate for saying that but i feel like erica would be like a real honest interview mm. okay erica but for madonna me, really okay for me i would like conrad murray he is the doctor who was held responsible for killing michael jackson um he Good has come out and said over the years that it, he you know was not his fault that he left the room to take a call from his girlfriend and uh, Michael, who had not fallen asleep from the propofol, upped the amount, and you know he he didn't know because he wasn't in the room. But there are so many questions to ask this guy. Listen, I I grew up on Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. I want to know what happened to him, and I'd love to talk to the guy who was in the room with him when he died uh, or was present. You know, so to me, that's a huge guest. I believe my team has reached out to him before, like two years ago. And I believe if you have 50,000 that you can wire him, he will be your guest tomorrow. That is true. I actually myself did talk to him last year. I started my podcast, he and his people, and they um, said that he would do it for 50,000. You are correct. See, there you go. I don't pay my guests. I don't know if you do. I don't think you do. Um, And we don't need to. Um, People that want to come on and tell their story or promote whatever business they're promoting or show want to come on and talk. And when you pay someone, it taints the conversation a little bit. So I I do not believe in doing that. Me either. So we'll see what happens. All right. Last question. What do you want to see happen in pop culture in 2024? Um, I would like Cher to go on tour. Ooh, that's a good one. She has the new Christmas album. She just did so much press. I mean, this woman, you would think she was 20. She literally was in every country plugging this Christmas album. Number one Christmas album. Like, it, she is, she's now the only person that has had a number one song in seven decades. I just feel Cher wants to be back out there and, like, or do another residency in Vegas. Like I, I want this is like this was like a little catnip for me. I want some share in my life for 2024, and right. I hope Housewives gets better. 
What, yeah. what do you hope? Maybe they'll announce a new show for the housewives, you know, like a new area. I'm in Palm Beach. You're in the Hamptons. <laughs> um, you know, we do a Palm Beach Hamptons housewives? Yeah. I mean, I think that they're ready for like a new place. Maybe. Franchise. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think that I'd like to see some exciting um, marriage announcement, you know, proposal like um, Jewel is now dating. Um, what's his name? Tom Brady. From, no, from Yellowstone. Oh. Um, and uh, I'll think of his name in a second, but he. I don't know why um, I said Tom Brady. No, who's the guy from? Um, oh, my God. You guys, listeners know who I'm talking about. But anyway. I don't watch Yellowstone. Well, do you watch, um, you know, he just broke up with his wife and it was, you know, they, she wanted $200 million. Kevin Costner. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, I'm losing See, I knew it was one of the major bachelors that just got it. See, I was close with Tom Brady, but yes. Yeah. That would be Kevin fun Costner. to have like some big wedding or Travis and Taylor. I would love to see that proposal happen. So um, maybe a proposal will happen for you and I. Not together. but Maybe, together. but we would have to start dating someone like right now, probably like today. <laughs> Well, listen, folks, people that have no hope, you never know what's going to happen on any given day. You can wake up and your life can change. You can run into somebody at the supermarket. So never give up hope. 2024 can be a great year. You can get married. You can change your job. You can, you know, I don't know. Something exciting can happen. It's always on the horizon. So don't give up. What are you doing for New Year's, David? Believe it or not, I'm going to be in the Hamptons and I'm going to go to Tudo El Giorno, which is just on Main Street. Like it's that's the place to go. And it will be like a party, but casual. And I'm going to walk home like I'm okay to stay home for New Year's. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm not really a New Year's person. I'm going to be in Palm Beach. My best friend is coming to visit me from New York, Tim, and um, we are going to have a really fun time. Um, Are you staying in? We, no, I think I'm, I'm hoping he will convince me to go out and do something fun. Um, so he's my gay friend from New York. He always makes it more fun when he's around. Um, we've shared a whole history of stories and fun parties and things for, you know, I, I don't know, probably 20 years now. So it'll be fun to share this year with him. And uh, you never know what's going to happen. So we're going to pray for some magic and love this year and good things um, to happen with our podcast. So I wish you the best of luck. And, um, you know, oh, do you have one New Year's resolution you want to tell me about? Just to like, I mean, I'm already doing this, but really just don't care. Like nothing matters. Like it's true. We Nothing really matters. As Madonna says, all you need is your health. Nothing else matters. Everything else just rolls off you. Like it doesn't matter. It can come in. Listen, Rachel, you can't control people's actions. You can only control your reaction. So whatever happens, if it's not health related, who the fuck cares? That's I live by that, but that is my New Year's resolution to stay to that. What is yours? For me, you know, I had a great guest on who was talking about being present in the moment and being open to things. And for me, a lot of the reason why I haven't maybe met the right person or or jumped on some opportunities is because I'm a little bit closed off. You know, when you go to the supermarket, do you have a hat on? Are you looking down? Are you not trying to talk to people? Um, You know, that's kind of how I walk through my life because I I like my life. I have my little, you know, life all compacted together, but I need to make myself more available and approachable. Um, and I think that would help me in a lot of aspects in my life. And I think it would just make me happier maybe. So, um, 
you know, anyways, I, I think that for me, my resolution is to just be more present in situations where I'm more approachable. So that's put your phone down, be present for those in front of you. Yes, that is right. Um, all right, David, thank you so much. Um, I am so happy that I had you in my life for 2023. I'm looking forward to having you in my home um, in Florida in 2024. And so we can do a, a live podcast together. Um, but I wish you the best. I love you dearly. And um, uh, happy new year. This is to you. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Misunderstood. I'm your host, Rachel Yucatel. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a five-star rating and review. You can support the show by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash misunderstood with Rachel Yucatel. Do you have ideas for the show or want to reach out? Email us at info misunderstood podcast at gmail.com. That's spelled M-I-S-S understood. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Misunderstood.